It's a big, it's a big day. It's a opening day in the Canadian Football League. How about that? People are, people are jacked. Yeah. My phone's going off all day with fans of all CFL teams just so excited that there's a game tonight. It's CFL opening night. And as I saw on uh, Sports Center this morning, it's been 620 days, apparently, since the last game. Good morning, Rod Squad. Mm-hmm. Yes, and good afternoon to those of you in the Eastern Time Zone. Welcome to the RP Show. It's Friday. It's what we call Flame Tech Football Friday. And if you want to know how we're doing today, just before our live guest showed up in the bunker, we were singing uh, Christmas carols and Australian folk songs at the top of our lungs. So that's Australian how we're doing. Australian Christmas carols, yeah. Australian <laughs> Christmas carols and folk songs. So, yeah, I think we're ready for Friday. Yes. We're ready to talk some ball. Moose DuPont is with us. We are live on Game Plus television across the continent. We are streaming on Facebook and YouTube. And our very popular uh, uh, 24-hour sports radio feeds going at rodpeterson.com. Brought to you by Suds Full Service Car Wash, by the way. I went over there the other day because my car deserves it. Yeah. And I talked to uh, Kirby. You all see the commercials on here all the time. And he couldn't talk. He was too busy. Run off his feet. Lined up around the block. Wow. At Sud's uh, Car Wash. So, hey, it's working. Thanks for supporting them. Good. And away we go, Bob's your uncle. Um, Bob's so your uncle. A Flame Tech Football Friday, as I said. We got Greg, Craig Smith in studio. He's ready to join us uh, next segment, our director of scouting. Very excited about what's going on in the uh, CFL, the National Football League, of course. Andrew Hustler-Patterson will be joining us from Winnipeg Sports Talk later on. Julio Caravata. In the bunker here, BC Lions radio color guy, former CFL punter and quarterback, and TSN's Farhan Lalji will be with us as well to preview tonight's big showdown, Rough Riders and Lions. So that's a little bit of a roadmap for the show. Can we hit the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. So I got to put these moose a little out of order because you can imagine number one was Winnipeg beating Hamilton last night in the CFL lid lifter. That was like six o'clock this morning I wrote that down. Things have changed. Superseded. Things that, yeah, where's my bell? It's a big deal. And I'm going to read from the Canadian press story here. Out of Tokyo, moments after Julia Grosso's kick deflected off the hands of the Swedish keeper and into the goal, her Canadian teammates charged onto the pitch at Tokyo Stadium in jubilation. Canada's women's soccer team is finally gold medalist, and their dramatic win in the gold medal match capped a huge day for Canada at the Tokyo Games. Canada captured four medals on the day, equaling its highest single-day output in Tokyo. We have hit 22 medals, as you said, Kathy. So if people had had uh, bet the over on our over-under, over they'd have won. Oh, yeah. A lot of people that? were saying under. So they won today 3-2 on penalty kicks. <clears throat> Don't at me, okay, because I watched. So you had, well, I didn't watch, watch. I watched the regulation time, and then I had to go get in the steam at the gym. So... Can we, can we wrap this up? You know, you know what I'm saying? This is what I don't understand. Yep. And we, we got two full hours of football talk. I'm very happy that Canada won. It's a nation-defining moment. We'll be talking about this forever. And people will be saying, where were you when? Yes. And I will say, I was in the steam at Evolution Fitness, <laughs> is what I will say, because I, they didn't end it in regulation time. But what I don't understand is, I was on the elliptical surfing Twitter while watching the game, because I'm a bit of a squirrel, and a rash Madani, just before they pulled Christine Sinclair out of the game, he said, maybe it's time they look at pulling her out of the game. And I was like, hmm? And she never came back. 
this is just me, okay? Because I'm, I'm trying. My God, I just figured out baseball after a 25-year absence the other day. Now I'm trying to figure out soccer. This smacked to me of Wayne Gretzky being left on the bench for the 1998 Olympics medal shootout. What are you doing, Mark Crawford? And as you said, well, this is a thing. She's 38 years old. Pull her out of the game. I'm like, this is the biggest moment of her life. How do you pull her out? And I, Rod, you're the problem. As I learned in years of counseling, Rod, you're the problem. Got it. Been hammered into my head. I, I don't understand how in the biggest moment of her entire career, and the biggest moment in Canadian soccer, period, you pull your Wayne Gretzky. But they did win. They did win. So I just, I just don't get it. Can you please make sense of it for me, Moose? Yeah, you only get a certain number of substitutions. I believe it's three. Um, so you want fresh players. It's going to go into extra time and then a second extra period. And once you're pulled out, you can't come back in. So that's why she wasn't in the uh, penalty kicks, the shootout, as it were. So um, they were able to survive and move on. I mean, what a performance by our goaltender, our keeper. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. And just so much drama. I know we hate shootouts sometimes defining these big moments, but it wasn't just a shootout defining it. There was big saves and big goals and misses. And so there was plenty of drama. It was, it was great to see. Yeah, and I did see her come off. Jeff Kozak, one of our viewers, says she looked like she ran out of gas, and that's cool. She doesn't have to explain anything to anybody. I was just, what? what? Arash is calling for this, and then it happened, and it's the biggest moment. I don't. Get it, but they won. She'll get a medal, but she'll say I wasn't on the field for it. You know, it's weird. It's weird to me, but hey, I don't need to get it. So that's point one. By the way, the warm-up's brought to you by Ecole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. Okay, now to the football. And yes, I was very excited to watch CFL football. We all were. My God, this whole country was. And CFL fans outside these borders with... Uh, it, was a, it was a very CFL sim-like score out of IG Field last night. Yeah. 19-6. It was a sim-like game. Mm-hmm. But they started like a house on fire. And it is fun to be on Twitter during games if you can manage your own emotions. Because people were saying to me that Zach Caleros looked cold as ice. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Did you see Zach prancing around? It looked like 10 years ago. How healthy. When he found Kenny Lawler on that first of two Kenny Lawler touchdowns. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers looked great. We had heard people predicting sloppy football and bad football. And I kind of expected drop passes, missed tackles, offside calls, procedure calls. There was none of that. Willie Jefferson was doing Willie Jefferson things. Dropping back off the line and intercepting Jeremiah Masoli. Holy moly. How about Masoli? Oh, yeah. Listen, you got to do to the viewers what you did out on the, on the curb, what? our curb coffee about Masoli. What did what oh, you? <laughs> yeah, no, like you come out flexing and doing this and like prancing because you throw the big bomb, you go down the field like you own the bombers, but it's 7 nothing in the first quarter and it's really early and then mm-hmm. they didn't really do anything after that. Right. I guess it was 6 nothing, but... Still, he looked really good in that first drive. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, where was this guy in the Grey Cup? Obviously, he was hurt. But, you know, if they would have had him, and they're not going to miss these guys who are injured. And Winnipeg figured it out after that on defense. Yeah. I got I to gotta walk this back for a second. This is great. Somebody said that Christine Sinclair doesn't care. She's an Olympic champion forever. That part is true. But can I just relate something? Because it is the Rod Peterson show. 
And we'll get to the football later. But this is a very true story. Where is it? Here, Robin says, I don't think Sinclair cares. She is now an Olympic champion. When we won the Provincial Midget Hockey Championship. And you can ask Brent Renwick because to this day, one of my closest friends, Buck, he rents my farmland now. He still reminds me of this. I played every single minute of the entire playoff run, Darren. Every minute. I was a goalie. Every start, finished every game. And we're in Prince Albert for the clinching game. And I'm going to tell you we were up like 13 to 2. Two-game total point. Two, yeah. Yeah. We're up 13 to 2 in the last. And the coach, Jim Munson, Munson, Munson me. And he took me out of the net with 10 minutes to go and put in Kenny Brooks. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. what are you doing? Spicy. So it was the weirdest celebration ever when we won the championship because the guy spilled off the bench and just mobbed me. Nothing against Kenny Brooks. But they're like, he didn't play all playoff. Brent Renwick to this day goes, who's the only goalie that wasn't on the ice when we won the provincial championship in 1989 and put that banner up in the rink? You. Am I completely misread this or is Christine Sinclair going to say, I would have liked to have played the rest of the game to put a cherry on top of my wonderful career? I always wonder how you feel. Now, again, winning a Stanley Cup, you win a Stanley Cup. But when you come in all dressed up, but you didn't play that game. Yes. To carry the cup, do you feel that same emotion and everything? I don't know. I would imagine it feels pretty darn good, but it's not quite the same as emptying the tank and then, but I yeah. mean, she did empty the tank. Who's the only goalie that wasn't <laughs> on the ice when we won the championship that year in P8? You. <laughs> Pop, yeah, population me, Loserville. Um, uh, moving on here in the warm up, Lions Riders tonight. Do we have the odds? I, I'm clearly looking in the wrong place. Do you want to look that up? I'll Who's favored up. for this game tonight? I can tell you this. I have talked to coaches for both teams. Smitty, I want to get your take in here next. They have no idea what's going to happen tonight. Nobody knew what was going to happen last night. I, you're going to read or watch later on in the uh, Ultra Update, the original 16 Ultra Update, that tonight the Riders and Lions have a very high bar to match for what the Ticats and Bombers did last Ooh. night. What's it say? Riders are favored by seven. Come on! By seven. That's a, The over-under is 48. How about that? By seven. Bob's your uncle. I got to say, I'm taking BC to beat the spread. I would too. Yeah, absolutely. But Mark it down. But I kind of think the Riders will win the football game, but seven. That's aggressive. Ryan in uh, watching on YouTube says, hey, Rod, how did you like the presentation of the game? I think TSN did a great job. Graphics were sharp. I liked it. Clearly, Rod Black is the number one play-by-play guy. There's no doubt with Glenn Suter. That was the pairing there. Do you know what I love the most? All those aerial shots of IG Field. That's what I love the most. I thought for years and years and years they've dropped the ball. They only really used it for playoff games in the Grey Cup. And I hope they do it every week, not just week one. Because it looked great. The, the stadium was nearly full. As far as the game presentation, didn't look a whole lot different. Just Rod Black seemed abnormally bouncy mm-hmm. more than most. I liked the um, overhead cable camera on the opening kickoff that followed the kicker for Hamilton when he kicked off. That was cool. So, yeah, good question, by the way. Some innovative advancements uh, by TSN for the game broadcast. But I was like, it's 2021. Can somebody put a drone up there and... We have these, all these beautiful stadiums in Canada. Let's show them off to the world. Yeah. 
And now we can't because for years with Neverwin Stadium and Taylor Field and Winnipeg Stadium, they were, they were so crappy. Bob Irving and I used to argue over whose stadium's worse. Ours or theirs. Right? We don't want to show these on national television, okay, yeah. not to the Americans. The TSN broadcast was like an Instagram feed. Let's just show the highlights of what yes. looks good. Uh, 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 that's the poll question, by the way. Thanks, Clark, for the reminder for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who wins tonight? The BC Lions or the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? And they, 79%, are saying the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Brady in Saskatoon says, bring them out. Bring on the Jesus sprinkles. Rider game day is upon us, and the first time in 628 days since Mosaic Stadium was packed for a Rider football game. So, yeah, people are excited about it. Uh, we'll talk more about all the games later. Uh, Mandy at Edmonton's awake and watching. She says, Lions have a lot to prove with their own line. Where did it go? And the condition of Michael Riley. Riders have some significant offensive line issues of their own. And we'll be talking about that with Smitty coming up. I know we're somewhat running out of time here. So the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame game went last night. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat, okay, for lack of a better term, the Dallas Cowboys 16-3 last night. Dakota Prescott did not play for America's team. It's becoming a concern, the shoulder injury for him. Uh, Chase Claypool had three catches for 62 yards to lead all Steelers last night. But I'm, I don't – I'm going to ask Craig – I was going to say, Smitty, how he has five screens set up, because I can't do that. I can only watch one. <laughs> so I was on the CFL, and that's it. I yeah. cannot do more than one game. Maybe he, he – you'd be great at bingo, eh, Smitty? <laughs> <laughs> but you have a point. Uh, about yes. the game. Well, yeah, the, game was, the game was what the game was. It wasn't awesome football, but halftime. Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson – You've been talking about oh, yeah. the feud there. And they actually, I was surprised because Jimmy's going into the Hall of Fame. They put him on the panel at the same time. And there's Jerry. I thought rubbing it in, wearing his, you know, his Hall of Fame jacket there yeah. right next to Jimmy Johnson. And they addressed the Ring of Honor thing. And you haven't seen this. No, I haven't. I didn't see it. I was watching the CFL. It was on Fox. Call me crazy. Can we roll it? Yeah, of course. Let's, let's, this is last night at halftime. Asking right now, Jerry, when are you going to put Jimmy in the ring of honor? Well, I think that's fair to say. Uh, shall we do it right here, or shall absolutely? We, how, how's it? We've got time. We got plenty of time. <laughs> well, you pick the game. I think we can go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've got some great days ahead of us. Yeah. I know we are going to certainly be recognizing what's happening here with the Hall of Fame. Uh, but uh, Tex Ram, who started that ring of honor, said, Jerry. Keep it, keep it kind of limited with people. But make sure it wasn't just about the plays they made. Make sure they contributed to the story of the franchise. Now, it's kind of hard to not recognize <laughs> this contribution to the story of the franchise. No doubt. So are we making an announcement here? Well, we can be. If we can, I don't know how we're going to upstage. <laughs> no, yeah, you can. Go ahead. Make the announcement. That, but we'll be in the ring of honor. There we go. Jerry, right, we'll, we'll, love it. Yeah. You heard it here. Yeah, I think we'll be first. Uh, while I'm alive. 
Are you going to be able to make it through this Hall of Fame ceremony? Well, look, Troy, you know, you know all about this relationship. Well, that's amazing. And uh, thanks for pulling that. Yeah, so Jimmy Johnson's going to go into the Cowboys ring of honor, which he should have been. I don't know how they got those two guys together to sit side by side because Jimmy Johnson didn't know what was coming. And I admire them for that. But I'll tell you this. You can put it on both of us here because I can tell you that Darren's cl- he wants to say something. But this is the thing with my dad that I learned from my dad, and I'm the exact same way. My dad always would say, if I don't like you, you'll know that I don't like you. You'll know. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. You don't get much more real than that. That was my dad. So how did they get Jera and Jimmy side by side? I know. And I wouldn't do it. I know, because he's going in. And so then when Terry Bradshaw asks him the question, Jerry Jones, he doesn't want to look like a bad person. So then he's kind of forced to say he's going in. Exactly. And Jimmy's not wrong to question, while I'm alive, <laughs> you know, because you know Jerry will find wow. a way to keep him out. That's, well, he'll have him put to death by Monday. That's and funny. <laughs> prob- probably could. Uh, uh, thanks for pulling that. That's yeah. funny. Okay, we'll see you a little later on, Moose. You bet. Uh, point four was t- uh, tomorrow's doubleheader in the CFL. We'll, we'll be discussing that later. Uh, Blue Jays won again mm-hmm. over Cleveland. Uh, 3 nothing was the final, and they got the Red Sox this weekend. They're 6.5 out. What is going on with the Blue Jays? And did you see they turned their locker room, into a, their clubhouse, into a, da- a dance club last night? I kind of saw something, yeah. It looked like... The lights. A club. It was their locker room. Good for them. And, of course, we did the Olympics already, so we covered it. The uh, warm-up for Ecole Electric. See you later, uh, Moose. See ya. Smitty in next, and we've got uh, Hustler coming up, too, from Winnipeg on a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds. Full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.